up, guys? This is Carly Janae, and I thank you for tuning in to the Naked and Exposed, the podcast. Do you know whose you are? You are a king's kid. Called to reflect him amongst your friends and All those nights alone was protecting you from where you were never supposed to go, but instead, you decided climbing out the window, confusing protection for mistreatment was a better option, running away from the promised land, right into the hands of the predator for this battle, is not against flesh and blood, and you've been gifted with the options to decide, life or death. Blessings or curses, no need to hide the mind is a terrible, terrible thing to waste when under the influence of the wrong side. Yet Abba climbs off of his throne, leaving behind the 99 to rescue his very own, chasing after you until you've decided you've had enough and you're ready to come home. And when you do, you may be confronted by your elder brother, But love him through it, for he has enough problems of his own. But you, you stop wearing your guilt as shame. Leave it outside where it belongs. Clean yourself up. Get ready for dinner so we can feast on the truth, not your truth that was created from a faulty perspective like the plates online look bigger and your eyes can sometimes be too much for your stomach to handle. Discipline. It's not punishment. It's character formation. It's pruning of the parts of you that cannot go into your future through growing, through struggle, through enduring. Do you know whose you are? You are a king's kid who always has your well-being in mind. That is whose you are. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode 10. Wow. Is this episode 10? Yeah, we have. Okay, so normally there would only be 12 episodes in a season, but because we had the intro episode to kind of introduce Naked and Exposed, the podcast, there will be 13 episodes in a, a possible bonus to announce when the where the showcase will be and just all the details with that. So stay tuned. But I just thank you guys for tuning in on today. I thank you guys for walking alongside me on this journey. I thank you for allowing me to have this space where I stand before you naked and exposed, sacrificing my wounds, scars for public display so you don't feel alone. And today has been a rough day. It started off really good. Then... Having to push through frustration of things not happening the way I want want it to happen. And then all these other emotions and feelings start rushing in. And it's like, okay, just, just be present with how you feel and don't try to push past it. But I'm at a point now where I'm able to find the joy in the pain Because I know struggle produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And I know that suffering is just, it just 
allows me to be close to the creator because it's recognizing that I can't do this without him. I've tried to do it without him, but I it's just not physically possible to do it without him. And his strength is made perfect in weakness. And there's peace in knowing whose I am. And today I had a really good conversation with a friend of mine at work and they asked me, do you know who you are? And I think it would be rem- it would be an error for me to say, yes, I know who I am because the reality of it is, is I don't. I know whose I am. And in that I can rest in knowing my identity is rooted in the creator, it's rooted in the father. And I'm on this journey of becoming and every day, I am expectant to learn something new about who I am and letting go of the things that I thought was who I was. And that's not easy. How many of you guys truly think you know who you are? And at the same time, how many of you guys would be okay if who you are today is not truly who, you, who you've been called to be? And that is the beauty of life. That is the beauty of growing. And it's being able to stand in the truth of knowing that it's okay to not know everything. It's okay to always be self-reflective and just paying attention, being self-aware, not self-focused because we are called to live a life of service and it's focusing on God so you can see who you are. And in that, we are his children. You are a king's kid. And there's been many nights you've run from it. There's been many nights you struggled with it. There's been many nights that you've doubted it. There's been many nights that you've had questions. And, and God wants to answer your questions. No question is too far off for God. But the problem is sometimes we don't sit still long enough to hear the answer or the answer that we hear is not what we want to hear. And that's the beauty of the process is being okay with not having it figured out, but knowing all is well regardless. And that has been today. Today has been one of those 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 days where it's like, okay, God, like help me, meet me here. I feel good. I don't have any complaints, but this is tough. The situation that I'm facing is tough. Or these memories that I thought I had overcome are trying to come back in moments where I am not as strong as I could be or can be. And it's like, oh, oh gosh, just, just, just keep my eyes fixed on you. Just keep my eyes fixed on the truth. Your word says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. The word says that you are the creator of time, that you are the author and the finisher, that you are the beginning and the end, that you are the alpha and the omega. And there's peace in that. Oh, it's so much peace in that. To know that for the first time in my life, 
I don't have to try to do it myself (laughs) because I am a king's kid because you are a king's kid. Do you know whose you are? And knowing whose you are, you will start to learn who you are. But in who you are today in your 20s will not be who you are in your 30s, but the foundation can be laid today if you say yes to the process, if you say yes to facing the pain, if you say yes to allowing the wounds to heal through God's perspective. There's different real there's many different realities, but there's only one path. There's only one truth based on who God says he is and based on what his word says about him. It is active, it is living, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And when you get caught up in the, we have to agree to disagree, or who am I to say that your perspective is wrong? You're right. Who am I to say your perspective is wrong? It's not my job to judge you. It's my job to love you. But at the same time, it has to be judged. And there's the word judged again, but judged based on what the word of God says. And it's so easy to take scripture, to fit it into the context of our understanding, because it's easier to make something fit into what we know than than to allow what we know to be shattered to really see it for what it is. It's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable to learn things that you believed or once thought is actually not right. But thank God for repentance. (laughs) Thank God for forgiveness. Thank God for grace. Thank God for Grace. And so I'm just going to take the lessons of today for what it is, because it's funny that I would be going through this little test as I'm trying to record this episode. And then I can stand before you naked and exposed, giving you the the real, the truth. I It's to a point now that I don't, I don't really have anything to hide. And if there's anything that I'm not sharing, then I just am not aware of it. And I'm hopeful and, and I know that God will continue to reveal the things in my heart. But it's also learning the different levels of community and the different levels of boundaries and the different levels of authenticity in the sense of Jesus had the one, which was him and the Holy Spirit. But we cannot get caught up in the isolation aspect of it because it's the enemy's goal to isolate us, to deceive us, to cause confusion. And that's not God's intent. We are supposed to live in community. Healing is found in community. Healing is found in healthy community that understands the foundation of it and is willing to be with you in the mess. The good, the bad, and the not so pretty They're not so great. They're not so comfortable, but they'll still show up. They'll still be there. They'll still be consistent. And sometimes I have to ask myself, 
in moments that I don't feel like people are being consistent in my life. One, am I being consistent in their life? And two, what is my season? Is this a season of separation? Is this a season of consecration, but not to pervert it with isolation, not to pervert it with feeling lonely? Because I'm not lonely because God is with me. Jesus had the three, the 12, the 70, the crowd. And that's the beauty of it. I always get the 70 and the 40 mixed up, so forgive me. And that is why I challenge you to study the word, to test yourself approved. (laughs) And I will do the same. And I'll get back to you guys on the next episode with to confirm that, but it's being able to say with the 12, you know, like God is good. I'm definitely being tested. There's definitely areas in my heart that are not so pretty. But then with the three, it's like, listen, (laughs) this is what God told me. I judged this person. I was rude to this person. I thought this thought about this person and it's frustrating. Like my heart is straight up disgusting in this area, but I know God will get me through it because this is what he said. And you notice that it's, I'm not changing who I am to fit into the parameters of the different people groups. I'm just learning how to put up boundaries and how close to bring people in. And that is the beautiful part of learning whose I am to know that God will never leave nor forsake me What the devil meant for evil. God will use for good. And if he is for me, nobody can be against me. Even in my mistakes, even when I misspeak, even when I stumble, as long as I ask for forgiveness by repenting and turning away from that in which is not pleasing, then I know all is well because I know whose I am. And I know God is not this vindictive God. God is not this God that is like out here to destroy us. He's not like, no, he's a loving father. And there's a there's scripture that says, if our, if our fathers on earth will give us good gifts. Why do we not think our father in heaven will do the same? But the problem is we aren't willing to divorce the idea of who we think we are, to die to our pride, to die to our opinions, to die to our perspectives in order to come into the revelation truth, revelation knowledge, the true understanding, the truth and who God is so that we can rest in who we are by knowing whose we are. 